everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday to you all. I hope that you're having a fantastic day so far. And just a reminder that this week we are talking about stop doing these things where I talk about behaviors and mindsets that I want to encourage you to stop doing just for your overall benefit and health and ability to become your best self. And specifically today, Thursday, we are talking about stop letting fear be in charge. But before we jump into the episode, again, I want to welcome you. Hello. Hi. Happy Thursday. Thursdays are my favorite days. If you're new around here, um, you're just so close to the weekend, yet you have just enough time to get caught up on work and any other things you need to do so you can fully enjoy your weekend. Actually, a coworker of mine today called Thursday Friday Junior. I was like, oh my gosh, I had never thought about that. But it's kind of funny. It's kind of what it is, Friday Junior. And that's kind of how I think about it in my mind. I just never put that name to it. So there you go. Again, happy Thursday. I hope that you're having a good day, whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end. If you're having a hard day or you're just having a day that you really want to move on from many issues, problems that you were dealing with, I encourage you to do the five-minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself. And it gives you the opportunity to reset, reboot, and restart your day right then and there. It also gives you the opportunity to take a break from any burdens, issues, or problems that you are dealing with. Um, But again, you don't have to necessarily have a bad, be having a bad day to do this. If you literally just want to draw a line in the sand and leave um, whatever happened in the first part of the day behind you, and then, you know, move forward with the second part of the day, feeling good, feeling positive, feeling like you're going to just crush the rest then that is an opportunity for you to do that too for the five-minute reset. It also gives you the opportunity to uh, problem-solve any issues or problems that you're having so you're able to also walk away with a resolution and hopefully be able to solve the problem and move on with your life. I always, always, always encourage everyone to make a list of at least four things that you are grateful for as well. They can be really small things, really big things, um, or medium-sized things. Um, Maybe you're grateful that you finally were able to get caught up on cleaning out your garage. Maybe you're super grateful that you were able to get all the holiday uh, decorations that you wanted when Target dropped all their Christmas decor. Or maybe you're grateful that it didn't rain today, so you're able to get and get a walk in and get some fresh air and just you know get some steps in and feel good about yourself so it doesn't really matter what it is Um, you can literally be grateful for anything which makes the list endless and you always have an opportunity to practice gratitude so um, last but not least make sure that you're feeling at least neutral if not positive about the rest of your day because despite what you're going through um, as seen in your gratitude list you still have amazing things to be grateful for to be positive about that are blessings and I know that I I want to make sure you know that I am not here to diminish what you're going through. It could be like the ride of your life. It could be like the hardest thing you've ever encountered and it causing you so much pain. But still, if you focus in on the positive things, the things that are going well, the things that are blessings to you, it'll make getting through that crap so much easier. So just something to consider. Um, But yeah, but I do hope that on this Thursday, you're having a fantastic day. Like I said, at the top of the show, we are talking about stop doing these things where I go through certain behaviors and um, mindsets that I think that we should all stop engaging in for just for the 
better of ourselves so that we can, you know, continue on our journey to become our best selves and not try to um, tear ourselves down without even realizing it. And today, Thursday, I am going to talk about stop letting fear be in charge. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. Today's topic is a big one, I believe, because fear dominates so many of our lives and sometimes isn't even realized. It's so easy to misinterpret what worry, anxiety, and procrastination actually are. These are all forms of fear and you need to know that. You need to realize that just because it doesn't have the word fear in it doesn't mean that it's not fear. You know, it's just manifested in different ways, seen in different issues, different ways that you portray fear. So it's important from the get-go that you realize that you may think, oh, I don't have fear problems. I just have anxiety. That That is still fear in a way. Um, and, you know, before I dive into more details on fear and how to overcome it, let me provide you with a Bible verse that could be comforting when dealing with fear. Um, it's from the book of Psalms, chapter 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? And, you know, that might be something that you want to remember, that you want to cherish, or that might not be like your jam. You might not be into that, and that's fine either way. But it really was just on my heart to share a verse with you guys um, that is really helpful um, when you are struggling with fear, and it kind of just like restores your faith in the Lord that he's going to take care of everything. Um, But, you know, it's there if you want it, and if not, that's fine. We'll just keep on going. So, I do want to share with you the fact that I struggle with fear because my issue is that it's the fear of the unknown and it's hard for me really to even admit that because I do have such great faith in God that he has everything under control and that everything is already solidified and everything but it's the point of not knowing what's coming and not knowing if I am prepared for what's coming and not knowing if what is coming, if I'm actually going in the right direction. I was just speaking about this at church group and I was super concerned because I never know or feel like I am necessarily on the right road or on the right journey and that contributes a lot to my fear. Um, So it's definitely driven by anxiety for sure and I create more stress that way so it just doubles down Um, and I do procrastinate like I literally hit all the boxes that I talked about and it's definitely manifested in other ways too that I didn't list in my little list I I did a couple minutes ago Um, but yeah it can manifest so many ways and that's how it manifests for me and I I just want you to know that I do struggle with a lot of these things that I talk about I don't want you to think that I'm sitting here high and mighty like oh my gosh you guys are struggling so hard but I am like the best no that is not true at all whatsoever I am struggling as well Um, but that's the way I'm struggling via anxiety and scared and worried about what the future holds. Um, So, you know, let's briefly chat about why we have fear. The primary reason for fear is to assist in survival, of course. And survival can be something dating back to centuries ago, using fear to literally keep you alive, Um, you know, like in uh, times where 
you know, um, things weren't built up as much as they are now. You know, there was a fear of animals and of, um, you know, attacks and things like that, you know, where their shelter wasn't readily available and, you know, it was kind of hunter-gatherer kind of situation. Um, all the way to now, with fear assisting, um, with fear assisting in you keeping relationships together, keeping your job, not getting hurt by someone else, or coming up with made-up thoughts to comfort you with your fear of the future and general uncertainties. Um, so that's definitely the range there. Um, now, most of these things sound fine, right? Except for the last one, because fear can stem from actual real-life threats things that actually have happened to you or are about to happen to you that, you know, fear is a natural response to those things, of course. But it can also come from imagined and unrealistic things seen as threats. Um, And, you know, we just come up with these irrational thoughts in our mind and it creates that fear just like fear of the unknown, fear of the uncertainty of the future, you know, or the anxiety that um, there is fear of being judged. There is fear of being rejected. There is fear of not knowing um, how to move forward. Um, And there are so many different paths you can go, go on with fear. Um, But a lot of it is made up in our heads and is unfortunately irrational. And, you know, the latter is the thing I want to focus on today, the more imagined unrealistic things seen as threats, because there are so many instances instances that we allow fear to prevent us from engaging in or going after what we want and need, which is a bummer because there are so many things that we are out here working hard to do and all of a sudden fear will creep in on us or all of a sudden like slap us in the face and then we're like, man, now I can't go after that thing because there is this block, this is blockade in my way called fear. Um, And that's why I wanted to specifically speak on that today. Now, let me make mention that having fear is a natural and normal and not something I think we should get rid of altogether. You know, it's just when it gets in our way and is irrational, which we may not know at the time, unfortunately. Um... But yeah, I just, I, it's important to know that a lot of fear that we might have in our life is normal because you honestly, like something will come and scare you or there'll be a situation that's happening that does put fear in you if you feel like you're about to lose someone or lose something and it's actually a real threat in your life. That's fine and fear is healthy and it, and it will drive certain uh, reactions that are helpful in the situation or, you know, um, whether that is to shut yourself down or to reach out and help someone, you know, um, but we, <laughs> um, but So I want you to know that it's normal. That's the part that I'm getting at. But when you're dealing with the fact of fear coming from irrational feelings, that is not, it's normal, but it's not um, the best. It's not accepted. And it's not something that you want to um, make as a normal thing in your life. And you could be keeping yourself in your own self-made prison, made of fear because you allow it to keep you from things. Do you really want that? And you know, when I sit and think about that, that I am creating my own self-made prison of made out of fear because I am allowing it 
to keep me and prevent me from stepping out and doing things that I truly want to do, it's just sad, right? It's just sad. It's disappointing. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it, it makes living life so much harder and so much difficult to comprehend and enjoy fully, right? Um, which is silly because you're the one preventing yourself from going forward. So no, no one else is in your way. And, but it's, I, I don't know, I feel like a paradox because like you're the one preventing yourself, but then you're, you're frustrated because this thing is in your way, yet you created it, but you don't know how to get rid of it. And I feel like that's a scenario that a lot of us are in. We create all of this fear and we let it bind us up, but we don't know how to get rid of it. We don't know how to break out of that jail, you know, to escape from that prison so that we can be free. And, you know, even with the steps that I'm going to share with you today that I think are some important ones, um, it doesn't mean it's going to be completely foolproof. You might you might still have instances where fear irrational fear will show up and you will have to um, be very mindful of what's happening so that you can um, talk yourself down from it and not allow it to keep you captive as long as it has in the past, right? And then continually to work from there until you are able to just, you know, have the fear come along and deal with it in a moment's notice and then move on from that whole sequence of emotions. And um, the best to start the process of why these fears come up and how they hold you captive is to take time to be introspective and figure out where these stem from, you know, what is the origin of your fears? And I didn't include this in a step because I just wanted you to know that this should be the first thing you do before you follow any of the steps that I'm going to share with you today. Because honestly, understanding and fully coming to terms with where your fear stems from, where it's coming from, what it actually means to you, then it'll be so much more easier to go through the steps I'm going to share with you to overcome it um, for the most part. Because it's going to be different for every single person, right? You know, your fear of the future, you can be seen multiple different ways. Maybe you have a fear of the future because you don't want to turn out like someone else that you're related to or you're close to or that is um, kind of doing the same things in life. But maybe you're afraid of the future because you are afraid that it's going to be um, disappointing and like your worst nightmare and not at all how you had uh, planned it out, right? Or maybe you're afraid of the future because people have told you to be afraid and that fear is being instilled in you and you are just um, absorbing it and, and then living through it when you honestly don't even need to do that at all because instead of being fearful, you should be excited and uh, looking forward to it. So again, it's just important for you to take the time to be introspective, to really get to know yourself and figure out, okay, where does this fear stem from? Does this fear of me, um, 
not having a fulfilled life in the future come from the fact that people have told me that? Does it come from the fact that I felt like I've fallen down so many times and it doesn't seem like anything is sticking? Um, Does it stem from the fact that many people in your life or in your family haven't gotten to that point of feeling fulfilled and happy and still continue to live in fear day to day? You know, you got to really take the time to think it through, figure out like what triggers it and how it comes to be and how you can back down from that and then follow the steps that I can give you. Um, And before I give you the list, because I'm going to give you five steps to overcoming fear, Again, every single time, this is not a conclusive list. Google is your best friend. You can look up more steps and more ways. I just wanted to highlight the ones that I thought were very important and interesting um, because obviously there are other basic steps that you can include in this list, but I did not do that because I didn't want the episode to be super long. <laughs> it's already going to be long enough. So step number one, again, I'm going to give you five steps to overcome fear. Step number one is to imagine the worst case scenario. Now you might be thinking, why would I do this? This will even instill even more fear in me. But honestly, if you take a step back and see it from a different perspective of, okay, what's the worst case scenario? What is the worst thing that could possibly happen um, if I just go through with this thing, right? And really think about it and really mull over it and ask yourself that if that worst thing did happen, that worst case scenario, if it did happen, like, would you die? Would it be the end of the world? Um, How would you fix it? How would you overcome that situation? And then would you try again? And would it be easier to try again the second time? I think it's so helpful to go through what the worst case scenario would be because then it really, you really play the whole thing through as opposed to sitting behind this shield of unknown uncertainty uh, type of fear. You know, just go through the whole thing. Really think through the worst case scenario. And then it should make it a lot easier for you to realize, okay, well, um, the probability of this happening is probably low or at least medium size. So I should give it a try because at least I've already thought about how I can come back from that worst case scenario, right? So it just kind of like allows you to see the whole thing from the worst case and then know that, okay, I'm probably not going, it's probably not going to be that bad. So I might as well just go for it. And that's how I see it. Step number two is to talk about it with someone. If you feel like you can't see the worst case scenario or you can, it still scares you. Maybe you need to talk to someone you trust. Maybe it's your partner. Maybe it's a psychologist. Maybe it is your parents. Maybe it is a friend. Maybe it is a pastor or some other person that's in your life that you trust and you like to chat with those kind of things about talk to them. Tell them what you're going through. Tell them what triggers you. Tell them the fears that are instilled in you and tell them um, what additional emotions are created when that fear is live and well and right in your face and burning so bright in those moments where it is like you feel like you're literally on fire with fear. Tell them and then have and then ask them what their perspective would be or what they would do um, if they were feeling the same thing. And maybe they have advice for you, maybe they don't. But at least talking it out will kind of help you to understand what you're going through. Because sometimes when we just talk it through in our mind, we don't actually go as deep as we should. But if you talk it out out loud, talk it with someone else, someone else asks clarifying questions to really understand what you're going through, gets a little bit deeper, and then maybe you're able to see it from a different perspective, understand it a little deeper, and know a better way to go about no longer having that fear, that irrational 
fear that keeps popping up, you know? And maybe they, again, maybe they have some insight to help you really break it down to the nitty gritty and realize it's not as bad as you're making it out to be, which could be possible. So step number three is to boost up the times you are courageous. So let's say that you always have fear around certain things, which is typical, but to overcome fear, spend more time reflecting back on the times where you weren't fearful, where you create, where you were courageous. Well, I almost butchered that Where, you, where when you were courageous, when you were strong, when you fought through fear, when you just continued on to uh, work on those dreams and goals and you persevered and you didn't let anything get in your way. Really reflect on those times, boost those times up, talk about those times, you know, even give yourself a little pat on the back. Wow, good job me. Good job, Sabrina. You, you, you killed it. You crushed it. You know, you didn't let any fear of you know, people judging you or people making fun of you or no one caring. You didn't let those things get in your way. And then the more that you talk yourself up and pump yourself up, it'll help you in the next time that those irrational fears show up and you have, you struggle with it. You tell yourself, well, you know what? I was, I had courage at this time. I fought through the fear during this time. Why is that any different from this time? And maybe the first time that you do, you have this little chit chat with yourself, maybe it doesn't work, right? Maybe it doesn't work. Maybe you still don't push through. But what about the next time? Or what about the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time? Don't give up on yourself just because the first time that you use this tactic or any of these tactics or steps, that it doesn't work, that it doesn't get you where you need to go, that it doesn't help you crush that fear because it might take you a couple times to work up to it and realize how irrational and silly you may be acting, right? So consider that. Boost up the times that you have been courageous, pat yourself on the back, and it's a good reminder that you were able to get that through that hard stuff, so you should be able to get through this hard stuff that you are struggling with right now. Step number four is to learn more about the thing you fear to ease your fears. So, for example, if you are fearing asking your boss for a raise, you know, maybe that's your issue. Take some time to get online, get on Google, um, go to the library, talk to someone that you trust, and maybe ask them about different ways that you could go about that. You know, maybe you read an article or two or a book on how to ask your boss for a raise, the best way to go about it, how to set yourself up for success in that kind of thing so that you present yourself in a positive light and that there are no questions that they want to give you a raise. How to negotiate, how to talk to them, how to convince them that you deserve a raise. Do the work, gather the knowledge, and it'll kind of break it down a little bit as you go along. So if you have the fear of asking your boss for a raise, but then you read all of this um, encouraging, motivating stuff on how to like just go for it and ask for a certain number and negotiate it and get it all together, it'll just seem so easy. Sometimes it will still seem hard. Sometimes it will still seem scary because you're like, how could I say that to them or how could I do that? But maybe you take some time to figure out the best way to do it. Maybe you role play it with someone. And you practice a couple times and then you go for it because then you're more better equipped, right? You have taken the time to really understand and get more knowledge about the fear that you have to kind of break it down a little bit so it's not so tough, not such a big blockade, you know? 
It's not this big wall that you have to jump over. It's more medium or small or non-existent anymore, right? Um, let's say that, you know, you're going on vacation. I'll use a personal example. You're going on vacation and you're going to like Hawaii where you're going to be spending time in the water, in the ocean, but you have a biggest fear of drowning. Well, what I did was I decided as an adult, because I grew up in Alaska, and that's not the excuse, but it's, it's, a, it's a big reason why I didn't know how to swim, because I just didn't swim, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, as an adult, I took swim lessons, because I needed to know that I was, I had a fear of drowning, and I was like, I, you know what, I'm going to be preemptive, and I'm going to take swimming lessons, and yes, that might not save me necessarily, but it's going to give me a better fighting chance of understanding what to do in the moment when I am panicking if I do decide to get in a deep part of the water in the ocean, right? So I decided to learn a little bit more about that, learn more about like the safety precautions you should take when you're out in the ocean, learning how to swim, at least doggy paddle to get to safety, and just understanding what surroundings I have so that I can make the best decisions when I'm in the water, right? So if you just take the time to actually learn more about the thing that you're fearing, it'll break it down. It won't seem so scary and it'll make it a lot easier for you to go after. Step number five and the final step is to visualize success. This is a really good one, obviously, because if you are fearing asking your boss for a raise, after you've broken it down, got your knowledge, you're ready, you're pumped, visualize it working out. Visualize your boss saying, yes, of course, I would love to give you a raise. Or maybe it doesn't go like that. Maybe it's like, okay, but what number are you thinking of? And you hit them with a number and they're like, that seems like a lot. But you already knew that because you started at the top and you negotiate down and you just uh, visualize the whole thing working out the best way it can. And then maybe visualizing it working out in a couple different scenarios to kind of ease your mind and calm your nerves. For me, I visualize myself actually swimming in the ocean and not being afraid that I'm going to drown because I learned how to float. I learned how to doggy paddle and I learned how to actually do like swim strokes or however you call it. So I actually visualized myself in the water, on the beach, not drowning <laughs> and not freaking out. And it calmed me and I had to do that every single time I went to the beach, but it helped and it really helped to set me up for success and be like, look, I can imagine myself not doing it, but I can also imagine myself crushing it. So that's why I encourage you to visualize your success. It'll make, you'll give, it'll give you a boost of confidence, break down your fear a little bit and encourage you and push you to go for it a little bit more than I initially did. Okay, you guys, well, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. I hope that you really enjoyed today's episode. Uh, just so you know, tomorrow's episode, here's a sneak peek for Friday, the last day of the week, last episode for this topic will be stop avoiding emotions. So if you're one of those people that likes to sweep everything under the rug and not actually fully deal with it, or you know someone that's like that, come back and listen to that one. I hope you do come back and listen to that one. And you listen to any any podcast that you are interested in in the archive because there are 183 of them. <laughs> so if you're interested, go ahead and peruse that and listen. And I guess that's the bonus of producing an episode every single day because there are so many in a year for you to go back and listen to. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Check the description box for notes for the show. 
where you can find me on Instagram, my email address for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say, hey, hi, hello to me. But I hope you have a good, fantastic rest of your day and I will see you next time. Bye guys.